What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bodega Border Crew podcast, coming at you with volume 53, tracks, interviews, insight, bullshit, that kind of thing. But off to some housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our site, bodegabordercrew.com, where we have links to past episodes, merch, news, things like that. Make sure to also check out the full description of this episode on your iTunes player for track listings and links to things that we're talking about. So I'm finally settling into my Southern OC family life, surf life, life in general. It's been kind of great. You know, you don't really feel like you're at home until you put some pictures up, empty most of the boxes, go through the routine. I think the routine's kind of settled in both in terms of the day-to-day house, but then also surfing. It's been really nice that I can just go down to Doheny or Sano and be there less than 20 minutes door to beach and get in enough surfing and then be able to come home and still get to my client work and take care of other stuff I have to. I think that's a lot different than what my life was like in LA because in LA I was coming down here to surf or I'd be going to uh, some other spots that are 45 minutes away or an hour away and you know that back and forth it doesn't seem like it adds that much time but when you do it day in day out and lunch and this thing and that thing it's kind of annoying. This has been nice that I could just like go down surf two three hours come back home deal with all my client stuff and you know that kind of thing so really digging it i'm really digging seeing the people out there especially at sano a lot of my friends and it's it's nice that i can have this little community feel that feels a lot better than los angeles to be honest you know as much as i was up in la surfing a lot the community there is kind of bullshit uh and it just does not feel that authentic here everyone is pretty nice and you can talk to people about stuff that doesn't even have to do with surfing and i kind of dig that so anyway kind of dig it uh but let's talk about this episode in this episode we are sitting down with none other than mr justin quintel famed florida longboarder black rose manufacturing killing contests killing waves the whole kind of thing sit down with him at sano in his van have a little guest appearance by someone during a, during his interview. That's kind of cool. Also sit down with Mr. Ed Factor of the Hot Dogger. Talk about the history of the Hot Dogger, what's different this year, what you can do to help out, how to sign up, that kind of thing. And we have a couple of short takes. Uh, the first one is a clip that True Aims put out called Welcome to Summer. Alex knows Tan Madonna and a trailer for Jack Coleman's next movie called Zone Frequency, which I'm really excited about. Now, with the tracks this episode, I'm going to mix it up a bit and focus on a couple of different areas. So this first area that I'm gonna be focusing on is that 90s influence hip hop and a little Wu thrown in there. I've been watching that Wu-Tang show and I've been loving it. I just finished watching another episode and Gotta be honest, they did a pretty good job. But this is a little bit of woo, a little bit of mob deep, a little bit of some other stuff that I hopefully surprises you and uh, check in with you guys in a little bit. Peace.
my true love's hair His face So soft and wondrous
earth as a twist on its axis uh-huh. Two for the cream without the taxes The Hancock relaxes I'm bagging grams up in plastics My moves must be made everlasting My past changed to present prophecies No mark of the beast push me To be a revolutionary in the street I clone hit, holding down 50 G tones a week Enough for the smash plans, a wise man don't speak Cause jealousy, envy, for figure trigger niggas bust Evil bitches hold a key to a man's lust I rush, trying to touch what I don't got If I'm incarcerated, royal flush will blow your block, motherfucker Guns, niggas is blasting, streets are cashing Late night black assassin, slush and make it happen First sticking, I started rapping Who's the one to blame when you elevating the game? Stress before pleasure, niggas get bagged so whatever Slugs and levers, will have your life under pressure Royal handmade, blowing this world just like grenades Sex to text to Uzis, niggas can't do me Since a young child, living it corrupt Cause I'm foul, that's my style Nigga did a bullet on the owl Meanwhile, my little brother's on the street Holding heat, busting out whatever all night cause shit's deep New York don't sleep Diamond Rolex cars and drinks Niggas with minks 5G stones and Cuban links Eyes chink Fucking with these niggas Made a nigga think Now I gotta get cheddar Let a nigga shine forever Take my sentence like a man, do my bid like a G. Come home at the 15 on work release. Fuck it, I guess that's the life God chose for me. So great. Y'all ain't real, y'all ain't ready, y'all ain't built for murder. Nah, y'all ain't heavy, y'all ain't got no way to throw around like that. Y'all don't hold no weight, y'all don't fuck no cat. Y'all keep your head with all that dead devil bullshit. Nigga, these rhymes you hear, we live what we spit. Nigga, we born to get killed, born to die. Y'all some bitch ass niggas, we born to vibe. Niggas keep stuntin', won't be making it home Press the heat to your dome, won't he watch your tone and don't None of you cowards want it with half Cause if you 
Wanted with half, you wanted with P. When this heat blasting off, nigga dying at three. Ain't a priest, but you be confessing your sins to me. On bending knee, they wanna break bread with me. I pump lead to these cats for free. I'm heavy on the trigger. Uh-huh. You cowards, light in the ass. Kill you, give your bitch my math. Make a bless each and every member on my staff. Same thing, I'll make them cry, nigga, hold your laugh. My heart is cold, stop giving a fuck ten Charges to go, retarded bro Swallow hope, every last drop And baby, fuck the paper, I do this for the block Let's get it going on Y'all ain't real, y'all ain't ready Y'all ain't built for murder, nah Y'all ain't heavy, y'all ain't got no way to throw around like that Y'all don't hold no weight, y'all don't fuck no cat Y'all keep your head with all that dead devil bullshit uh-huh. Nigga, these rhymes you hear, we live what we spit Nigga, we born to get killed, born to die Y'all some bitch ass niggas, we born hey, yo, to die. these niggas no tough guy they get a T, they try Streets know they make up, they rap sheet from eyes Never banged no hammer, never took no charge You can't turn the gangster in 16 bars Trying to convince the world on track, stay hard Bitch ass from Venus, real G's from Mars You ain't got no cash, you ain't got no cars Straight mo, this nigga ain't got no bras Making songs about girls, trying to tell the world that No real G's, I put three up in a ski hat On my thug down thunny, slinging them G-packs Seeing him in the streets of New York, put three up in his back That's just how that thing Go, feeling this can't go. Hustling ass niggas don't like the tango. You know the same old, same old. Thugs don't die. Multiply and get that motherfucking bank so broke. Y'all ain't real, y'all ain't ready, y'all ain't built for murder. Nah, y'all ain't heavy, y'all ain't got no way to throw around like that. Y'all don't hold no weight, y'all don't fuck no cat. Y'all keep your head with all that dead devil bullshit. Uh-huh. Nigga, these rhymes you hear, we live what we spit. Nigga, we born to get killed, born to die. Y'all some bitch ass niggas, we born to fight. Foreign cars, we coppin' them, hoppin' them with glocks in them Stick up kids on dead in streets, we poppin' first, we box them in Behind the wheel of drivers, hitting gas before the oxygen Tryin' to find whatever holes that he can tie his sock up in And stop the bleeding. lotteries, a lot of goons, they wanna eat him Money pop, a lot of shit, his stick up game is out of season First time I scoped him out in front of subways, eating pizza He didn't even peep us, this is practice, thuggin' with free access Original hitman, boy suited and wear glasses Guns that stop traffic, ain't afraid to blast it, bitch This is Iraq Iron, not plastic, we hard tie, duct tape, take long drives. You in the trunk, balls out naked, you gon' die. Any place on God's green earth, you gon' fry. Night, night, you're going to bed, but not to the star. Hey yo, empty dimp, I love rice and shrimp. If I can't get on the plane, then I'm catching the blimp. Talk brown skin, yeah, you can call me a pimp. But I'm the real off in the rap, I got lost from the pack. The streets had me trapped, I ain't know where I was at. Weeded and saucy, black jeans, jewelry glossy. Early in the morning, Toast and coffee, you can't off me Your whack flow sucking exhaust me I got New York heat, bout to fuck a chick shortly I'm ball like with thoughts, can't none of y'all walk me Honeys love me, follow me, everywhere stalk me I'm good with the Hu Tan Hut, my army tents up You can't inch up, don't even flinch up Honeys get wet and they panties be all drenched up I'm coming off the bench like I'm blowing the bench up Black crown, black apparel, black ninchucks 36 is hard to kill, we put a fence up Armor tank, master the killer shit, black Benz truck Cauliflower, wallabies, turkey legs, collard greens, dollar dreams If I'm not the Chala, then we're kind of king Am I my persona? Man, it's not a, this is not a thing Allen got Italians, load the talons in them bada bing Make them sing, this is not Sopranos, y'all don't make a scene Making cream, how I make it up without the Maybelline Can with the laser beam, your favorite team's not the playground to play around with Just try and take a swing, y'all I mean it's not a seesaw battle Not the bridge you wanna travel, cause your life expectancy on the very sign of his marriage just me, Denny and Dow, just before my hand cocky, you see the Smith on the barrel.
Hit the gravel, forever be in my shadow Rather be up in the saddle than up the creek with no paddle Key to the city, judge, throw away the gavel Since the gang got pretty, you don't go with my apparel Too clever, the boom baps back harder than ever. RIP ODB coming through like killer B. Ever since I heard and at 36 and 93, you cannot defeat my Wu Tang style. I leave them all dismembered. Fuck them up, rap, that shit won't never be remembered. Not even a contender, no pretender. Best surrender, my agenda is killing shit, they feeling this. Yeah, we live and thorough, assassinating every single motherfucking borough. From Staten to Brooklyn to Queens, the Bronx and Harlem. All the way to Maryland, yeah, we coming for all of them. Bobby Tarantino to the digital, my shit is pivotal. Smoking chronic, no medicinal. Who you know assembled a clan like Voltron? The one and only logic, the god, the dawn, I'm gone. Hey, yo, logic, what up? We gon' let these motherfuckers try this new tank style. Yo, yo, uh, yo, kaboom. Guess who stepped in the room? It's Ghostface, Gold Place, O2's, Mokay. Intelligent brothers with nine hoods moving snowflakes. Guillotine your head, last seen in the showcase. Push rate this Colgate, Trey H's and old gates. Foliate those we most hate, we don't associate. We wear roles that you can't even pronunciate. We eat foods where you can't even pronunciate. Cribs where the floor just rises up and rotates. Location low key. Mountains of haze in the crib with my blades, it gets messy Underneath the dress of the gauge, 5-7 MB, your metallic green Seats is piped off, sees some old tracks who night off The kitchen is my palace, get your dance on While we just levitate with trees, get your branch on I'm known to wild out, put the cams on Jewels down, the sets dip, my gems got grams on A specialist when I'm baking, rhymes be coming out, we making Been challenging these chumps for lumps, here's the statement Stop hating, the crew is all about getting this cake you know about me, you relate. The enigma, the stigmas that the RZA and the Jizza Both lyrical, prolific, vistas of rap scriptures Mixes of hipsters, weed smokers and beer drinkers Prince and the pauper, spiritual clear thinkers Cake in the oven, super bad like McLovin Hugging on four birds, puffing herb with my cousin Academically speaking, rap vocabulary's weakening I felt it coming like the weekend when these star boys start tweaking Sporadic pill popping of Oxycontin Ill-gotten sexual intercourse, make sure the wop feel rotten The travesty tapestry of microphone Mastery has been refuted, diluted, broken down to a catastrophe. The cats still get the trophy. Hit y'all with that okie dokie. Burp middles banded, goddammit. Who the fuck is Smokey Bear when you need one? I got a light beam gun. I blast a hole in your chest that you can't bleed from. But you die, no iniquity for stupidity of that trickery. My first got it hot up in here, not the humidity. You can never get rid of me. Step back and consider me. Who kill a bee? But I'm not big on bigotry. Old school on this track, I feel invincible. This new school ain't really got rules and lack the principles. The more clowns than the Motown get put in critical The gun smoky, Robinson, you need a miracle Go back, homie, back when rappers used to be lyrical When nine out of ten of his friends used to be criminals The stats, homie, all these killers using subliminals Y'all don't even smile in your picture, you do miserable Where the unpredictable, torture over your physical Struggle ball, used to put water over the cereal Another ball, repping my squad, not individual But one nation, under God, that's indivisible My time critical, hands off from digital Me and my lady bar Back when the planet was diggable I'm cool like that, my cash rule like that I'm 
classic Patty LaBelle, Vule Vu like that. Come on. It's only logic. We got a mobbing in the mosh pit. Fifth brother, INS, hotter than the tropics. The hot shit I drop quick. Major player, watch my stock lift. Razor blade sharpness, regardless of whom or what. Sound boy, turn the music up. Naysayer, you ain't even got a clue what's up. Deadly melody, the sickness, the remedy. Everything circulate back around eventually. Witty, unpredictable. Talent, all natural. Game. Tank bumping through your veins. 25 years, still more the same. The flow like water with the boiling flame. I ain't your highness, they calling my name. Boy, I went the scene similar to falling rain in our own lane. Y'all sounding all the same. Tell them who Tang is on your brain. Survival of the fittest in cold days with no money. They don't want me with stacks, they better take it from me. You know the currency going as soon as you break a 20. So I ain't down if you ain't talking that bad language. Pull that shit, son, we open the ocean Who gives a fuck, who's snorting and drinking and smoking You get killed for joking, everybody's hoping That's another level of emotion Food stamps, niggas doing grocery Police wanna grope me, perp walk, the nigga street talk We bury niggas in seesaw I carry the torch while I leave off I'm giving bitches something to breathe on I rip off a shoulder to lean on It's fair game, it's two in the lane She took two trains, and none of my rhymes is two in the same Nigga get cooked on an open flame I'm a hillbilly park hill train My rhyme starts riots in the mountains 36 million and counting The harder they come, the harder I go Loosen up my arms, can I get comfortable? Stay on my tiptoes, old school wool beat This is a flip phone, dude, just slip showing Where I come from, a stage snowing The grammar is raw, I'm slamming the door Beats bang bong in your jaw I hit him in the head with the hammer of Thor Stars and bars makes me a general Anything less makes me a criminal Gotta dig deep for these food chops Shadow box with the L-O-G-I-C On the count of three Wu-Tang First master you're breathing A mental ass whipping I'm teaching When I'm speaking I'm a champion from Brooklyn I move with super ninjas And Shaolin executioners Avenger A righteous defender Grandmaster from the 36th chamber Toe style is mentally strong The strength of your arms To hold my microphone You need iron palms Remain calm Jamil I wise chief Wu-Tang poison clansman from the east Yeah into a world of a universal mind of one kind A fixed form of words that's expressed in one rhyme Food for thought, impossible sliders with the seasoning Regardless, I speak logic, clear reasoning The uncivilized, get the mineralized quartz Self-directed, calculated, controlled thoughts A point of view of the thinkers Monumental architecture, amazing as the acres Sinatra hey. WTC hey. Uh-huh The faculty hey. Ain't nothing going on, don't nothing move. Nobody slides, nobody get hurt. I'm dark. I'll let you try my Wu Tang style. 
I'd like to try your attack style. Well, let's begin then. Shaolin Shadow Boxing. And the Wu Tang Sword Style. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu Tang. Breaks fool through the cosmos, light speed's the minimum Unlike y'all, we not all about the Benjamins Don't get me wrong, we sophisticated gentlemen Trying to spread love in the crazy world we living in I'm never giving in, but we always give it up We simply blending in, surviving all pure luck And natural instinct, rap raised me real well No matter what you think, don't do this for no record sale We keep it real gully, like DMX and Belly But then we still study, our laws 120 Sometimes the vision's fuzzy, and the road is ugly But we stay on our grizzly north side, I know you with me If you with me Roll up that Bill Bixby, let's lobby it up like the great Bob Marley He shot the sheriff, I murk the deputy Suckers can't get me, but they keep trying to hit me with this Yeah, so I get him with the uh, uh, Then I hit him with this Then I hit him with the Like a mattress, Hollywood with the VIP access. Haters knock the flow because few can match this. Lex with the Maximus on the practice. Scientific DNA blowing up your atlas. Aerosol feedback with the fastness. Sci-fi on the script looking for an address. Wade in the flow wet like a Baptist. Planets on the road with the ill apparatus. Worldwide mic with the universal status. MCs froze trying to prove who the baddest. Why? Out of space take you on the backside line. When fresh with the main street tagline. Graffiti artists blast holes in the sideline Scientific design of our space and time uh, uh, Then we hit you with the uh, uh, Then we hit him with the uh, uh, Then we pick him with the uh, uh, Then we got Keep it straight, face why in the 808 state I transmutate and refute time and space B-boy bionic that speaks fluid ebonics Through cosmic astronomic stereophonics Cruising through Medina in the baby blue beamer Riding high then I peep the bright light in the sky The car lost power, now I'm feeling like gold Next thing you know I'm inside of a UFO Approached by a fine Martian in a miniskirt Telepathically told me they chose me to save Earth She said nanu nanu, I don't speak Morgan Mindy But her body language suggests she was actually into me mentally Psychic chemistry like Jean Grey and Professor X Superior mindset Yeah, I'm done chasing the average girl Wow, I got a lover from another world Welcome back to volume 53 of the Bodega Board Crew podcast. Hope you guys dug the tracks. I know that Logic track is kind of long and it gets a lot of heat from a lot of people because I guess the story is that some of the 
members of the Wu-Tang were pissed about how they were on it. I heard Ghostface was kind of pissed about it. I haven't seen anything about it, but this has been the rumors. But it's pretty incredible, no matter what kind of MC he is, that he got everyone to donate or sit down for verses on it. A lot of people think like, oh, these guys do studio session together. A lot of times they're just approached by managers and said, hey, do you want to drop a verse for X amount of dollars for this guy's album? And they just do it. And Logic compiled all those episodes together. Uh, sorry, all those sessions together and put out a dope track. So I'm kind of stoked on it. You know, had a little Mob Deep in there, which I always love. I'm late to the Mob Deep scene, to be quite honest, but still love putting them into our episodes. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast, volume 53. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our site, bodegabordercrew.com if you want to pick up some teas, some wax, some zines, some other stuff that we're going to have available. Also, make sure to check out the full description of this episode on your iTunes player, where we have track listings and links to things that we're talking about. This episode, we sat down with Mr. Justin Quintal. Justin Quintal, if you don't know, Florida native, long border, on the Vans team, also owns his own surf company called Black Rose Manufacturing was a big spark in the Florida longboard scene, you know, in the last like 10, 15 years, and then went on a tear winning a ton of duct tapes. And watching him surf the most recent duct tape at the US Open, I could see why he he wins. Uh, so without further ado, let's get into the interview and I'll check in with you guys in a little bit. Um, so what's your name and where are you from? Justin Quintal, and I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. And you born and raised there? I was actually born in Cape Canaveral, lived in Satellite oh. Beach for seven years. Okay. Then I lived in South Carolina for about five years, and then we moved to Jacksonville when I was about 12. Oh, and, cool. Uh, so I consider it kind of like raised there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like really, you know, like went to middle school and high school there, and kind of that's where I grew up. But oh, cool. Before that, it was Central Florida and South Carolina. Oh, cool. So how did you first get into surfing? Like what age? Really as early as I can remember. I think my dad said he pushed me into my first wave when I was like two or three. Mm -hmm. And we used to go to Sebastian Inlet and he'd surf like the, you know, first peak and second peak and Spanish house and stuff. And then um, he would take me to the inlet there. And there's kind of like this little area that's blocked off and it's more for like just bathing or like swimming. Yeah, yeah. But when the boats go by or depending on the tide, little swell lines get in there and it's like the most micro mellow little wave mm -hmm. and he would push me in there and it's I'd, like perfect learning wave. yeah perfect little spot to learn and then started taking me to like uh second light and stuff mm -hmm. and rcs and yeah kind of grew up surfing those spots and then like i said south carolina and mm -hmm. that was a trip we surfed all sorts of crazy little zones up there mm -hmm. there's a lot of barrier islands yeah yeah and um the waves aren't necessarily great and they're typically smaller, mm -hmm. but there's some cool setups and waves that you don't really see anyone else surfing. So mm -hmm. you kind of have it all to your, yourself. And I actually, that kind of sparked exploring for me. Like we, me and my dad would do these day, you know, do a day or two trip to these different islands and camp or whatever it was. And So all along um, that coastline. And stuff. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. Um, you're just, so your dad obviously surfed and, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. He, is he from Florida as well? or He is actually born and raised in San Diego. Oh, interesting. It, yeah, and um, my grandfather, he 
lived in San Diego and started Blue Haven Pools and Spas. So okay. he built a lot of the swimming pools in Southern California. And it was a lot, actually a lot of the pools that people kind of started skateboarding, which is, oh, that's kinda which is kinda cool, yeah. <laughs> and my dad worked for him. And then he, be, like through Blue Haven Pools and Spas, ended up moving to Texas to work there. And he would surf the Gulf and stuff, like Corpus Christi. Okay. And, and then he opened his own franchise uh, in Florida eventually. And that's why got it. we're there. Okay, got it. Um, who are some of the people that like you grew up surfing with? Like, you know, obviously nobody does this alone in a vacuum. So. Right. So in South Carolina, it was this guy, John Tolley. Uh-huh. And we're, he actually is the guy that got me into longboarding. Uh-huh. Like I said, the waves are typically smaller there. Yeah. But there's a lot of days where it's clean and lined up and just uh-huh. super perfect for a longboard. And even though it was like the 90s, uh, Johnny had a, a real uh, appreciation for kind of alternative boards and mm-hmm. longboards. And he knew how to make like a real log, make eggs and fishes mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's funny. My dad was always like a shortboard guy. Yeah. And he ended up meeting this guy, Johnny, and they become really good good friends and it was the only shop on the island that we lived on and he's like let me make Justin a longboard come on like yeah. he's trying to shortboard it's knee high and yeah. you know it's per- and I rode a couple of his boards and I really liked them uh-huh. the bigger boards and finally talked my dad into letting him make me one and then the rest is kind of history and was your dad crushed was he just at first <laughs> and there was even times where he didn't want me to ride he'd be like the waves are good for a shortboard just ride your shortboard <laughs> he's like come I wanted on, to ride longboard and then he saw how much I liked it and I kind of took to it pretty naturally and he was like alright and Johnny's like just let him do what he wants to do Mike yeah. and so yeah it was pretty funny how that all worked out but John is funny me or my dad and Johnny would always give me a lot of crap growing up make sure you know I was doing proper drop knees yeah, and yeah. cross step in if I was shuffling they would just heckle me beyond belief well, that's good they're like the peanuts gallery on the yeah, beach yeah, drinking yeah. beers just yeah I come in and be like, you guys see that one? Yeah. They'd be like, what, you shuffle into the nose? Like, <laughs> half turn you did? Like, They're like, don't try to front. <laughs> yeah, and it was kind of the best, but kind of the worst, too. I'd yeah. get so so upset, so pissed off at them, and then want to go out there and show them up. And yeah, yeah. So it was actually really good for me, but at the time, I was a little grown, get all frustrated with them. I mean, so you kind of need those people, right? You need those people in, like that are going to give you that like tough love. Totally. But, it, but it's got to be a hard fight. I can imagine it being a hard thing with knowing that line. Right. Like not to cross. Because you want to motivate someone, but you don't want to totally crush them. But you totally. have to crush them a little bit. Yeah. So they know what that feels like and they don't want to feel it again. Oh, they thought it was hilarious. Yeah. They were ruthless. But yeah, it was great. And when I would bitch about it, they would just kind of be like, look, if we didn't like you, we wouldn't be, you know, ragging on you. No, it's So love. I kind of learned that lesson pretty early on. and. I think that was a good lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. Definitely got tougher skin because of it. Yeah. But then when I moved to Jacksonville, I met uh, a group of guys. I would always ride my bike to the pier there, and I could surf every day. All of a sudden, like South Carolina, the waves were pretty bad and it was super yeah. tidal, and it would totally shut off at low tide. Yeah. So you could only surf a few hours around high tide. So sometimes you only got one tide swing a day. Sometimes you got two if you're lucky. And then Jacksonville, we moved there and. You know, the waves would still be small, but you could surf through the tides and there were better sandbars and more options to surf. And uh, I'd ride my bike to the beach and I met these guys, this guy Joe Polito, um, Weston Merkel, uh, my friend uh, Dylan Andrews, who's a little younger than me, but um, and a handful of dudes there that were kind of longboarding and we were all into the same thing. And eventually they kind of took me under their wing. and would drive me to the beach and, mm-hmm. and stuff and drive me to contests and everything and 
Nice to meet you. And uh, that was pretty much where it kind of began for me in, in Jacksonville. Yeah, because you guys have like a like a nice like scene that's developed like slowly. Yeah. So when I first moved there, there weren't that many longboarders, but there was a handful of them, and they were good. Definitely more than where I came from mm-hmm. in South Carolina. So to me, it felt like yeah, there's a little scene, but now it's really taken off, and like Jack's Beach, Flagler Beach, St. Augustine Beach, all of North Florida. There's just an really like a a huge longboard scene now yeah, there's Sa- so Saxons many Saxons come out of there and you see like a lot like we're starting to see on the west coast like a lot of them a lot of them come during the summers and stuff so totally. it's like so rad like we're just Worm and I were just talking about it we're like it's so cool to like just have everybody come from the east coast and stuff exactly um, you got Saxon the yeah. Conklin brothers Ryan yeah. and Patrick Conklin um, there's a lot of great surfers down there honestly I could list probably about 50 I'm but, sure uh, <laughs> no I, I mean it's like it's so I go to the Outer Banks a lot and so it's like I see the scene that's developing there and like the Florida scene and stuff like that and it's really interesting because I a little bit related to how the skateboarding scene developed in the late 80s early 90s in New York in the sense of that like there's not a lot of people that started doing it and it's underneath shitty conditions mm-hmm. but that's actually making the, the best like for instance like you guys like it's like you guys compared to what we serve every day are right. shitty waves like in a way and then that gives you the ability when you go to like a good wave you're like oh this is like a playground like it's easy for me kind totally of. yeah um the waves honestly just feel a little slower you have more time to set stuff up here and yeah the like what you guys would consider a bad day we would consider a really yeah. fun day at home so yeah. we come out here and Honestly, for, for me, like, the hardest part is surfing too much, like, trying yeah. to learn how to take a break because, you know, at home, you get a swell and it only lasts a couple days, so you really milk it as mm-hmm. much as you can, and when there's waves, you surf nonstop yeah. until it's over. Here, it might not <laughs> stop for a while, so, like, no. so I have to learn how to give myself a day to kind of recover sometimes or just take a break and oh, yeah. do something else. I mean, even for us, it's kind of like like when we have those, like, Malibu swells. Like yeah. Come in, we're just, like, kind of, like, it'll be, like, five, six, to like, even eight days straight sometimes. Totally. And you're just, like, pounding three sessions a day. Yeah. I don't understand how anyone gets anything done out here, honestly. I would, we don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we I would don't. be surfing all day. <laughs> yeah, we don't day. get shit done. <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, so how did you originally get into like competitive longboarding? Did you do like small contests in Florida or? I started doing contests in South Carolina. Uh-huh. It's funny, the first contest I ever did was actually in Tybee Island, Georgia. Okay. So started in Georgia <laughs> and um, they just had a lot of, the ESA at the time was the Eastern Surfing Association. They're still around, but it was a lot more popular uh-huh. and they had regionals and they had Easterns and Easterns was a big thing because it was in the Outer Banks and the waves are good yeah. there and everyone would go like do ESA all year qualify for Easterns and then all your buddies are there like rent houses or whatever on the beach and it's just a big hang the whole East, yeah. East Coast goes and everyone looks forward to it every year so got started doing ESA so that we could go to Easterns and hang out with everyone and ESA at the time had a lot of different divisions they had like kneeboard bodyboard longboard and then all your normal surf divisions but every age group imaginable and um it was more just to surf more heats and spend more time in the water because you'd be down at the contest hanging out all day so yeah. the more divisions you're in the more times you got to surf mm-hmm. and so we would do literally kneeboard bodyboard shortboard longboard everything do everything and ride all each other's boards and 
that's kind of where it all started and I just did better in longboard so I kind of stuck with that more and kind of gravitated towards that and then that's where it all stemmed from and started doing the Easter Fest contest in Coco Beach uh -huh. that was used to be really popular and a lot of people would travel for it from all over and that was kind of the first pro contest I started doing uh -huh. and looked forward to that every year and then there's a lot of different contests along the east coast so once I got my driver's license and stuff and you know my parents would drive me to these contests but once I had my driver's license and a couple friends were the, that were the yeah. same age it was a lot easier we would just hop in I had an Astro van we'd hop in the oh, van easy. There you go. And cruise to yeah. wherever the contest was, you know. Pack everyone in, past the legal limit, kind of like thing. Like totally, yeah. Know, scrape it on the ground. Yeah, it's amazing we made it to some of those contests. Yeah. I used to do the same thing in skateboarding, so I totally get it. Yeah. Um, when did you do the first duct tape? I was 19, so I'm 29 now. It was a, 10 years a decade ago. Wow. <laughs> and that was in Virginia Beach. And that was like the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was. And it actually had some of the best waves out of any of the duct tapes I've been to they got really lucky and there was a hurricane swell and it was the waves were amazing it was first street jetty was kind of breaking like lowers those few days was that one that like hurricane hit like for the WSL contest in New York too like around was that 2009 I'm not sure which I forget which hurricane that was but um it might have been the same because it was that one year it's like everything was like kind of like everybody was surfing a lot like in New York and right. New Jersey and like I just remember it was like they were getting a bunch of like pounded by a bunch of like offshore hurricanes yeah it's rare that a storm takes that perfect path where it yeah. kind of hugs the Gulf Stream and makes it all the way to New York yeah it obviously happens but not very often no, they no, usually no. fizzle out around the Carolinas yeah so it definitely could have been if yeah. they had made it all the way to Virginia Beach and the waves were that good it would have had it been pretty far off the coast so it could have been that same swell actually yeah how how did you do in that one uh, i won that one so this is where it starts right this yeah is where the streak starts so i won that one i actually got in as a wild card because uh -huh. i heard they were bringing it my buddy was organizing ecsc uh -huh. paul west and he um told me he's like hey joel tudor and vans and stuff they're doing this contest like uh, or actually mikey the temple told me about it and right. he said i should hit up paul and see if i can get in I hit up Paul and he's like, I don't really have much control over it, but I'll see, you know, as the organizer, if they'll give me one wild card slot for a guy on the East Coast. And they did. So, but they weren't super stoked at the time because there's only 16 slots was the first one. Yes. They didn't really want to be told who to invite or anything like that. Well, Joel surfed in that one too, right? He didn't surf in that yeah. one, but he had a couple before it became like the duct tape. Got it. That he surfed in and I surfed in with him, but, um, so yeah, I got in as wild card, and I was super nervous because I wasn't sure if they were stoked on me or not yeah. getting in as a wild card. And then I met everyone, and everyone was super cool. And Joel was actually really nice and really welcoming. And um, yeah, I ended up winning that first one. I remember it was the coolest feeling. I came in, and Joel was standing on the beach waiting for me to come in. I was just right. like, hey man, I'm really proud of you. That's that's awesome. Did, you know, did a good job, and that just meant everything to me. And then they were having one in Montauk. Uh, a little about a month after and they're like, he's like you're invited to that one too obviously I give you a yeah, chance yeah, to defend yeah, yeah. you know your, your title and so I went to that one I ended up winning that one and they're like alright I guess <laughs> I guess this guess, guy's not leaving huh? yeah <laughs> we can't get rid of him yeah but then actually the next one was in Santa Cruz and I got dead last and I remember I was devastated just cause I was like fuck <laughs> they're yeah, not gonna invite me back I totally blew it yeah 
but they invited me back. And You've been I, at every one pretty much, right? All of them except for one of them. There was one in Noosa that I missed. Yeah. But uh, Speaking of, so you won this one, this past one that just happened. I mean, I, I told you this when I saw you the other day. Like, when we were sitting there, the first wave that you caught up, that first heat, like, me and Jeff looked at each other. We're like, yeah, he's winning this. Like, this is, like <laughs> we were totally like, this is like, it's done. It's done. Like, why are we even doing this? We're doing this for fun. So it was pretty awesome. And, you know, I told Joel, like, what I love about the duct tape is the camaraderie and all you guys and, and girls hanging out and the whole thing. And, and they do a really amazing job of like bringing people together and having events for, for you guys, like a skateboarding thing. And like, they just want you guys to hang out. You know, they foster that community aspect. And your guys last wave that you caught with Kevin, like you guys like were first and second place and you caught like a wave together, like basically in the closing minutes. And I was like, I was like, Joel, you couldn't script it any better. Like that's, there you go like yeah. hang your hat on that and basically the world sees like this is what this not only this contest was about but that's essentially what this world that we're all in and love and are passionate about is about it's like everybody hanging out and like having a good time and like who cares if you're on the same wave like you know what I mean it's like just totally. a good time for sure and Kevin even looked at me on that one he's like He's like, let's do a doubles yeah. ride. Come on. I was like, all right, let's do it, you know. It's also there's and money attached to it. Totally, which is incentivizing, but it's a good good thing to incentivize, yeah. too. And even, like, not to toot my own horn or anything, but, like, one of the waves I was paddling back out, Kevin lost his board, and it went under the pier. And, you know, I was kind of racing to get back out there because, you know, you do want to do good. It's yeah. the U.S. Open. but. I knew I had to, you know, stop and help him get his board. Yeah. And I would have hoped that someone would have done the same thing for me. And those kind of things are also encouraged, you know, if, if you lose a board, unless it's totally like, you know, yeah. way out of the way, like, you know, try to help your homie out and, mm -hmm. and grab their board for him. And hopefully they'll do the same for you. And typically they do. And it's cool that you said that it fosters mm -hmm. that kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, behavior and yeah. makes people interact like that. They do, Joel and Nolan and them do a great job of like, it's kind of funny, like they set up these little things. And in hindsight, you can look at it from like, you know, from outside. You could kind of say like, oh, this is what they're doing. But it's amazing to see like, you know, I've been going to a couple of them now and I'm going to go to New York one with you guys. Um, like, it's just amazing to see like all the activities and everybody knows each other and how it's like, it's almost like a reunion, you know, like it's kind of like awesome. Like, especially for you, like you, you don't get to surf with us every day. Like totally. kind of thing. So it's like, like for most, like I would say for 50% of the people that are usually in the duct tapes, they're the people that they surf here, right? Yeah. They all surf here. We all know each other. We surf Malibu. We surf like Blackies, Sano, Church, all this. We see each other like every week kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's nice to see like this, like, you know, the people come from Hawaii. You guys come from the East Coast. Like, yeah. And then Joel sets that up in a way. And I think like this one more than any other one I've ever seen really showed that to the point of like that last wave I was like I was like Joel like marketing wise like you got the package like that like if someone asks you like what the duct tape's about just show them that wave you show them that wave and then like you'll get anyone to like get on board for it yeah um, totally now speaking of contests you also recently won the WSL new session contest yeah and Devin told me you basically walked on the beach paid your fee you surfed every single round and you won yeah so and he hit me up like less than a week before the contest so uh -huh. it was kind of a big decision like hey you ready to travel halfway across the world and yeah. do this contest uh -huh. in a couple days and and then not only that but okay if you do well in it then what like there's three other contests all over the world mm -hmm. and you're kind of committed to doing those so it was actually a pretty big decision whether to do that or not 
and also with the controversy there's been in the past with the WSL and everything. Um, Devin personally calling me and asking me to do that definitely gave me a little more faith in it mm -hmm. and was a big reason why I did it. Um, I've done a couple of them in the past and it, this most recent one was definitely light, a lot better than some of the other events I've been to as far as the WSL goes. And there was an incredible, incredible amount of talent there. Obviously, it's the Noosa Festival, so you're going right. to have a lot of good surfers there. Um, but I think they're trying to take it in a better direction. We'll see how this first year's, mm -hmm. year goes. And um, hopefully the WSL can, you know, and Devin can take in the right direction and maybe create a lot more opportunities for mm -hmm. young longboarders. I think if it's done right um, and in a tasteful way that, you know, there could be, that could be a huge step for future generations making some kind of a career mm -hmm. off of longboarding competitively if that's what they want to do. Yeah, because right now it's difficult. It is rather yeah. difficult for like, you see all these people who rip and they don't have any real source of income. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you look at the WSL and look at the shortboard side of things. So if you make it out of a heat pretty much into the second round and the uh, shortboard, you know, w WCT or WSL World Tour, like you win like 10 grand. You know, I won $5,000 for winning the whole event. Yeah. So, you know, there's some things that need to change there. But if it does, and I think it could, then who's to say you couldn't win $50,000 or mm -hmm. something for winning a longboard contest. I think longboarding is just as valuable, if not more valuable, especially in that setting if done mm -hmm. right. And they've obviously seen what the duct tape has done. Yeah. And finally, someone's paying attention there. Yeah. And they're realizing, hey, this is the direction longboarding is going. And this is kind of the standard that's been set. Mm -hmm. And they see how much, um, you know, how much people get behind it. And, how big of a market there really is so yeah I, I mean the market's like 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 the one thing I like I was talking to Devin about this after he got the position like the way I see it is that if you're gonna try to market surfing to someone who's never surfed before it's a lot easier to market longboarding something that's a little bit more accessible to them because they could surf they could do that in a num numerous waves they don't have you know like it's a great way to like get into surfing versus like a chip shortboard that people are doing airs on like oh, no, totally. one, no one's gonna under like it's much more approachable and yeah. from a spectator standpoint for the uneducated person that doesn't know the little technicalities mm -hmm. in shortboarding i think it's a it's something that's easier and more approachable just to spectate as, mm -hmm. as well and yeah like the u.s open i've had so many random people that obviously don't know exactly what they're watching come mm -hmm. up to me and they're yeah. like it's so cool when you stand on the front of the board like yeah. you know it's they just they get that that there's something special about that and it's even though they don't know what it is they're looking at it's yeah. intriguing to them it's fun to watch so yeah i don't know we'll see where things go <laughs> no i mean i i'm very excited i mean when when devin took the position and then right after that i like i hung out with him and we did like a little like like podcast episode but we also just like hung out and he told me like what their plan was i was like whoa this totally changes the game significantly and then you winning it not just winning it but going from like surfing every possible round that you had to surf and won it like back, all of us here in california we were like again another moment where you're like you couldn't script this better devin took over it set up a good contest and the person that like everybody thought should win won exactly and it was like 
perfect. I also like, obviously, the men and women. They're doing both divisions. Like, I think that's really great. Yeah. Um, I, I want to see what that... Because what is it? China will be the world championship one or whatever? It's actually in Taiwan. Taiwan. So that's the last step of the tour. And that's going to be a 10,000-point contest, which even the point structure of the whole thing, I don't really know a whole lot about because yeah. I haven't done, like, a tour like this, per se. But as we've got into I'm kind of like, it's a little strange to me that there's a 10,000-point contest as the last one because if you're doing a tour, like, as of right now they're going to drop your they're going to take your two best results mm -hmm. out of those together and then the top 24 or 25 will qualify for Taiwan and then going into Taiwan will be a 10,000 point contest so to me I would think they should all be weighted the same if yeah, it's going to be yeah. a tour because you could win two of the contests let's say you won two out of three contests you had 12,000 points going into it you could win the one in Taiwan and get 10,000 points and you could have not done that well at the other two contests yeah and you can still win the world title. Agreed. So to me, that's a little strange, but at least there's multiple stops and it's not just a one-stop tour this year. So it's still a step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. But as I'm kind of going through the process, there's a few things that if I had any input, I would probably point Change out it. to them a little bit. But I think they're also open to suggestion for oh, the yeah. first time in a long time and they're trying to figure it out. Yeah. So. I mean, it's well. It's they cool. they also can't just change it overnight because for a lot of people who were in that world, especially the progressive longboard world, that was a contest that they were like, okay, this is the one. This makes me world champ. So I think it's like kind of like a compromise. Like this first year, they're like, okay, we got to make this one a little bit more. We'll make the other ones a little bit less. So the people that like always thought that was the contest, and they'll work it out. I'm just, I'd like, I can't wait to see what the New York like seeing a second stop and seeing how it does. And obviously, it being in my hometown, I'm like stoked. Um, seeing how it develops over the first year but what I've heard in the background from people is that after the first stop actually there's a lot of big companies that now are like paying attention totally that and didn't before that they were like whoa maybe we should get involved in this yeah and that gives you guys more money right and even some of the stuff I've heard just hanging around the contest and stuff like and meeting some of the people at the WSL it sounds like that first one got a lot of traction and they kind of look at it as one of their most valuable assets at the moment so mm -hmm. To me, you know, if you want to hold on to a valuable asset like that, then also like stuff like paying the athletes the right amount has to come yeah. Yeah, into play at some point because like we were just talking to Worm about like as of right now, like you said, there's a lot happening. Everything can't just change overnight. Yeah. But, you know, to travel to Australia or to Spain or wherever it is and to do a whole tour, you have to make some kind of real money to make that happen yeah because if you can't be spending more money just to get to these places than you would potentially make by winning or no, doing no. really well in the contest it's just not sustainable yeah, for I, anyone even madison my girlfriend <laughs> up here she's like wait you have to pay to go to these events why aren't they paying you to no, go I to still, it? i still actually think like, that's a no i still think that's a trip like i still think like hey, they should cover, like, they should get an airfare sponsor. Like, they should get, like, okay, what's your country's airfare airline? Okay, why don't you guys at least give us discount tickets or something like yeah. that? I think the thing, though, with the WSL contest is, like, all their money is coming from the local tourism boards. That's where the money's coming to pay you guys and pay for the event. So this first year, they don't have the money. They right. have basically enough money. But you have these brands that are looking at it now and yeah, could and get behind it in the That's future. why I think next year it's going to be, like, crazy. Like, you'll see, like, these crazy big sponsors coming and, like, you guys getting paid, which makes me really happy because... 
I'd rather know that you guys are surfing than working some shitty job. Totally. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, like that's my thing. Like, selfishly, like, I just want to see everyone get better. And as, a, like, a someone who's a fan and loves surfing with all you guys, like, I'd rather know that, like, when I call Worm Up, that she's not like, oh, I got to go do this job. That she's like, oh, like, yeah, I could surf today. I'm like, I mean, I guess it's selfish. But, like, I'm yeah. kind of like, like, I like seeing that. Um, so we're, we're getting there slowly. And I think, I think, you know, also the synergy that at this last event that they did where it was the top the the whoever won the women's whoever won the men's gets a wild of uh, the duct tape got a wild card to the WSL contest in New York. Right. so like seeing that synergy together too makes me very happy because I know there's other players in the game and I'm not going to say who they are that don't play nice together it's nice to see them playing nice together now granted you got Devin in charge you got Joel in charge and they grew up right. <laughs> the from each other so it's kind of like but it's it is good to see that and it's refreshing to see and i think that what the wsl is doing totally validates what the duct tape has done for the past 10 years yeah. in a lot of ways yeah you know they're taking a page out of their book they're kind of structuring the criteria similarly to how the duct tape has done yeah, in the yeah. past with going more traditional direction and working together for the first time like you said ever and having wild cards from the duct tape into the wsl having the right surfers be a part of it I think is huge and that's a testament to the work Joel's done and all the people at Vans have done and it's also awesome to see that happening with the WSL and, and a testament to what Devin's doing there yeah it's pretty cool I think it's great um, and Vans has done a great job now you've been with Vans for like what a couple of years now yeah about three years now three years yeah and did that that just kind of like come out of like just all your surfing and stuff they just approach you um i've known them for a long time uh -huh. and i actually used to ride flow for vans okay and then i got sponsored by another company locally in florida and then once that fizzled out uh i kind of didn't have a sponsor for a couple years uh -huh. and was just kind of cruising but i've always been close with the people at vans and everything and it just kind of think it was timing and everything just sort of worked out and they approached me and you know said they were looking to expand their team more and have an east coast guy and they were interested in sponsoring me and that's kind of ended, ended up what ended up happening and uh i'm super thankful for everything they've done for me and i'm very fortunate to have a sponsor like bands and be able to do what i do you know like you said get paid to surf yeah and, you know, I don't take that for granted at all because I've worked a lot of shitty jobs to yeah. sustain this and yeah. a lot of times questioning what exactly it is that I'm doing, you know. It's like, at what point are you just a guy living in a van surfing yeah, and it's, it's, not really doing anything with your life? And it's and it sucks <laughs> that there's a lot of people like that and I'm, I'm hoping that, like, this, some of the surf industry will, you know, slowly come around. I think I think it's it's great to see companies like Vans, and they're the one kind of on the forefront, I think, of the big big companies that are looking at like, hey, these are the people we need to have connected to our brand because it, at the end of the day, it legitimizes them, right? Because yeah. then even if they're in a mall or something like that, you're still kind of like you're a legit brand, yeah. kind of thing. You know, it's a it's a hard thing out there because look, everybody's trying to get into the core game in some way. Like you have Converse getting into skateboarding and Adidas getting into skateboarding. They're all trying to figure out their little niche. But I think Vans, you know, since they're a heritage brand and that they sponsor people from all walks of life, it's great to see them in the last couple of years really put their efforts into longboard. You know, with like, totally. like, obviously Joel, but like you and then like Karina and then like Alex and then like Grant and like all these other randos that yeah. are out there that are- Troy Elmore just yeah. started riding for them too. Oh, he did? Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's super cool to see them step up to the plate and do that and hopefully set an example for the rest of the industry like, hey, these guys are valuable. These are the type of people that are worth sponsoring. And yeah, it's it's insane. And with Vans also, I feel like what's cool about them is they'll play the long game a lot. Yeah. You know, they are really selective about who they decide to sponsor, but when they do, it's more of like mm-hmm. a long-term thing as opposed to like, the flavor of the month or the flavor of the year or whatever it is like all right let's sponsor this kid see how it goes i'll screw him like all right let's sponsor this next kid yeah. see how it goes uh whatever and you know they actually build a foundation they build it what feels like an actual family and good relationships mm-hmm. between everyone and people grow together mm-hmm. and you know like karina i've known her for such a long time and troy and grant and then everyone that works at vans and joel it's like it, everyone works together on the back end really well and then that shines through, I think, in everything oh, yeah. they do. And then also they just typically sponsor relatively authentic people. Like yeah, people it's that not have fake. Been yeah. doing the same thing for mm-hmm. a while and it's not they're not just hopping on the, no, the bandwagon. I, I mean it's interesting because like I saw the kind of company they were in like the late nineties, skateboarding wise, and that's when they were into that like flavor of the month thing. And it's great to see how they course corrected after that, specifically with surfing and with skateboarding as well. Like they got a core team. Like they were like, these are the people who like, it's like, we don't care if it's someone who's like from the X Games. Like we want to make sure it's someone who's like you said, been doing this a long time, is devoted to like their craft, whether it be skateboarding, surfing, BMX, whatever it is. Um, They just do an amazing job. And I love, I love the, you know, the contest, the video work they put out. It's great to have a company like that that has the resources so they could be like, hey, let's do like one of these videos and they get everyone involved. Um, so it's, it's kind of awesome to see that. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk to you about is you have your own surfboard brand, um, Black Rose Manufacturing. Yes. So how, when did that start? I set up the LLC about five years ago uh-huh. and we really started selling boards about four years ago mm-hmm. um, and have been going hard like these past few years, uh, really pushing everything and kind of going full force. Mm-hmm. So the first year, there's a lot of just structuring the brand and getting everything set up. Um, but yeah, I'm stoked on how things are going. It's definitely turned into more of a full-time job than <laughs> I yes. even imagined. But um, I appreciate everyone that supported us and we still have a lot of work that we want to do, mm-hmm. just bringing the brand outside of the East Coast and expanding it. You know, it's We have a couple accounts out here on the West Coast. We did the boardroom show not this past year, but the year before, and Surfride uh, grabbed a handful of our boards and they ended up selling all of them. And then um, Icons of Surf had a couple boards in there and sold a couple, uh, and we sold a few at the show. But it's cool to actually be an East Coast brand and sell some boards out here, mm-hmm. especially considering kind of the East versus West mentality that they're more used to be now. It seems like it's less no, of a no. thing. People are really accepting of each other. Yeah. Uh, and I feel really welcomed every time I come out here. Hey, there's no more Tupac Biggie. Drama. Right. <laughs> but even, you know, I, I don't know, I think you know what I mean though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, also out here, there's just so many great longboard shapers mm-hmm. and guys that are really good at making boards. So it's a really competitive market. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm stoked that we were able to sell some boards out here. I'd like to do more boards out here and maybe get a couple more accounts out here. But that's kind of the next step is we sell a lot of boards along the East Coast. We're trying to grow the brand and like I think we're gonna start doing some boards at UWL factory in uh, La Rochelle in oh, France. Oh you are, okay. And they distribute to a lot of different surf shops yeah. throughout Europe. 
and they're a great great factory and the people that work there are awesome so i think we're gonna do that probably sometime this winter and then um so you can do a little stint there and kind of thing. yeah i think ricky and i are gonna go over there at some point either winter or kind of early spring try to get some orders going for that following summer um and then like Ricky just went to Japan for the boardroom show over there. That one looks really big. Yeah, it seems like it went really well. And then um, I'm going there for one of the duct tapes in the future. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, actually. Yeah, it's like November or something. Yeah, Yeah. but um, I'll be going over there, and I don't know, maybe we can do some boards over there as well. But Mm -hmm. we don't want to grow anything too fast to where, you know, we just we want to do it all organically, and I'd rather have slow growth but real growth and, Mm -hmm. and see what happens with that. What's your inspiration? Like when you guys started doing them, what was the inspiration for the boards? Like was it a specific like, hey, we want to make boards that like we surf. We want to make boards that fill a certain need. Like what was like, what was your kind of like focus on? Yeah, um, being from the East Coast and riding traditional single fin longboards, there's not a lot of guys that specialize in making those types of boards over there. So I felt like there was a large market for those types of boards, and there was a lot of people that especially younger people coming up that wanted those but they weren't necessarily accessible Mm -hmm. unless you paid an arm and a leg to have one shipped over from out here so i had been working on all these different boards and collecting older boards and stuff and basically like taking that's how i learned a lot about single fin longboards was by collecting older iconic boards and trying them out and kind of taking my own spin on them obviously joel's done that in the past and uh, kind of taking a page out of his book and I don't know I just kind of came up through the course of I don't know eight years or so a handful of different models I guess you could call them with Ricky Carroll my shaper and I I first um, released this like it's called the Justin Quintal nose rider mm-hmm. model and, and that did really well and then we did kind of was sort of like a pig and so I had two or three models with Ricky, but I had like eight or nine different boards that I wanted to do at the time. And I didn't want to just have a bunch of different models and I wanted to be able to sponsor kids and do more, you know, kind of create a brand where I could do more. I wanted to do a surf contest eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like doing community-based events at home. So I was like, what's a thing that I can do that was kind of like everything could fall under and it's not just specific to my name but it's a brand so other people can get behind it and be yeah. proud to get behind it and um so i started black rose and i thought it was easier to just start my own label as opposed to have a bunch of different models yeah and Woo. so that's what we did whoa baja's back <laughs> from back? baja what's up i was just coming down to barbecue and you know hell yeah got a bunch of Kind of stuff. Got some Baja friends, man. Sick. How was the contest? It was good. I ended up winning. You did? Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, Hanging out that's special stuff he gave yeah. us before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that grilled <laughs> yellowtail. What's your schedule? Are you going to be around a little while? Today's kind of our last full day. We leave tomorrow. Oh, you do? Yeah. But so we'll come hang out. We're here posting up all day. You are? Yeah. You're welcome to come down. We're going to have a ton of food. Are you I'm busy doing a business thing? Like, we're, we're doing an interview right, right now, but I'm oh, sure no, it'll be good. totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah. going along, but we got tons of food. Come on down and have fun. Perfect. Kyle, See you in a little bit. Stoked you guys are still here. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. Stoked you're here. <laughs> so that's a good way to wrap it up, actually. Yeah. Um, so um, 
I'll just ask you, because uh, the food's waiting, and uh, <laughs> the crew's waiting, um, so I'll ask you uh, one final question. If you could surf any break in the world, which one would it be and why? <sighs> That's a tough question. <laughs> Um, like your favorite, like that's my favorite. It's about it being good, but like it's hard to like say a specific spot, but just empty, perfect barrels are what I would want to surf. So, wherever that's happening, whether it's Iceland or Africa, the Outer Banks, or wherever that may be, just empty, perfect barrels is all I want. And, And border choice, oh man, for that, for that wave. Um, I have a board at home I ride a lot when the waves are barreling. It's called the we call it the pocket pistol. It's wow. a black rose model. And it's pretty much made just for getting tube. Nice. And I'd probably have one of those with me. And Super penny. Yeah, it's the wide points pushed up a little bit, so there's a little more foam under your chest and it helps the with the way it sets the rail line up, it helps it hug a steeper wave. So um, back home we get a lot of really quick slabby beach breaks style waves and the bottom just drops out and you need something that you can kind of knife under the lip and you know that when you hit the bottom it's not going to slide out and that's what this board's made to do and I've gotten some of the best barrels of my life on it nice. so that's what I that's the equipment I trust I'd have that with me for sure no it sounds good um, I'm actually going to ask you one more thing favorite place to fish <sighs> another tough yeah, one yeah I know wherever they're biting <laughs> We just went out to the Coronado Islands. Um, my buddy Lucas Dirks, uh-huh. he actually recommended a party boat to us called the Liberty. The Liberty. And it's out of Fisherman's Landing in San Diego, uh-huh. and they specialize in yellowtail trips. And uh, I try to do one trip out of Fisherman's Landing when I come, whenever I come out here. A full day trip. Yeah, whenever I have time. I, w- I really want to do one of the bluefin trips. But um, I've been dying the overnight to do trips. One. I've been dying. I haven't done one since I've been like a kid. Like, yeah. Since I've been like. 13, 14, yeah. like I'm dying. It's a different type of fishing because yeah. you're fishing with 30 to 50 other people, but it's really fun and it's yeah. the most ex- accessible way for me to get out offshore when yeah. I'm here. So I just go camp in the parking lot at Fisherman's Landing, uh-huh. wake up the next morning at 5 and hop on, and it's usually a good time. So that was really fun. We caught some yellowtail and we brought them back here and sashimied them up, and then nice. had Baja, who was just here. Yeah, yeah. He has a wood fire grill, he's always firing up. And threw some pieces on that and it was super good where's he down by uh by dog pack or old man's he's always at four doors at the uh at the point there with uh where those palm trees are yeah he always gets the same spot every time and posts up there and he'll come for a week or two at a time but he mostly just lives down in baja so ah nice everyone knows him as baja bill or fibber fibber because he's always making up fibs you never know <laughs> which story's true which one's not <laughs> he's, awesome. he's got some good stories <laughs> well he's grilling your fish so that's kind of good yeah he's the man for sure um we, anyone you want to thank in closing yeah there's a lot of people i'd like to thank but um i don't know my mom and dad my girlfriend madison my dog bowie uh and then everyone at vans um they've just been super supportive and there's a lot of times where it, I'm hitting them up after hours to help book flights or get a rental car or whatever it is and they've always been there for me and um, obviously Joel too, uh, Scott Sismus there, Nolan Hall, Joel um, and just everyone at Vans and then all my friends and back home in Florida and Ricky Carroll made my boards since I was 15 and Black Rose wouldn't be possible without him and yeah. All the guys that work their butts off in 115 degree heat in Florida. 
Mowing foam. Yeah, mowing foam, glass and boards. Sometimes they work all night because it's too hot during the day. So they're, sense, they're pumping them out down there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for sitting down with us and congrats on winning another one. Was it 10? Uh, nine. Nine? Yeah. See, if you had to, if you had to think about counting, that's how many. <laughs> that's it. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Special thanks to Justin for sitting down with us in his van. I think his whole philosophy of having a van somewhere that you travel to often and just have it in, you know, some kind of garage or something so you don't have to rent a car. Also having it outfitted with all your stuff is pretty awesome. It's something I think if I traveled a lot, I would probably do. I'm tempted to do something like that for Hawaii, although we rent a house and our stuff's at a house, so I guess it's a slimmer kind of thing. Anyway. I just thought it was great to sit down with him and get to know him a little bit more. You know, he's an amazing surfboard talent. He's an amazing human being too. He's just super chill and super nice always anytime I talk to him. So I hope you guys dug it. But without further ado, I'm going to get into some tracks and I've sprinkled a little bit of international flavor in there and I want to see what people think about it. There's some MC Solar, there's some other stuff in there that I kind of stumbled upon. So I hope you guys dig it and I'll talk to you in a little bit. Peace. Frame, eat dubs the name, whoa In the field of rap, I'm superb, I'm fly I should be in the sky with birds I ride 20 inch rims when I lean, yo Hey yo, them tins, nigga I know I keep them clean, though Come through, storm the block like El Nino Scoop up an Arabic chick before she close She goes Those my people Yeah, them broads from Puerto Rico Them chief folks. Yeah, watch how the elo 64 Black rag, black interior, ship on the float Burn out I do it for them kids to hop in a turnstile The E going wild Yo, like them white chicks on a DVD Yeah, I'm worldwide, MTV and BET, nigga And weed and hash chopped in a coffee blender My shots like squeegee men on your window Usual suspect, I'm the crippled member Get away when I sat down in the office Heat in my lap keep me walking awkward Why y'all talk it? The doc reinforce it The mic is hard to keep my paws off it Yo bitch is my bitch when it's over No Chris style, I pulled up with King Cobra Out in the Nova, don't bother My Nina Brown, plus it'll shut down the Carter Whatever she said, then I'm that. 
If this shit rocks to y'all, then we out. Hey yo, Red, he's over. Word? We the shit right now. Watch this. Told ya. Chit 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 chillin'. I'm milk. I'm not kid Gizmo. We top villain. When the roof is on fire, believe it is me. Sparks when I rock the mic like Seagull and Free. When the pin hit the pad, the evil in me come out. Total recall for people to breathe. I got dogs in the backyard shitting in lawns. We got chickens ain't leaving till six in the morning. Yeah. Round and round we go, circle the area. Leave the party, go straight to the Marriott. Dozy doe with cowboys where they saddle at. Rodeo with 24s on the Cadillac. What your name is? R E D. Crack cost Monday. But the E is free. Yeah. Crazy Buddha smoker, hoods roll down and turning out the foca. Got mixed vibes, but the rhymes they be ringing. I'm pumping out that shh with the nines on swinging. Flavors they be rich like Dipsy and water. So bust out that glitch and roll the next Buddha. Right, drug got heavy. Black it up the road like a Chevy 7 8. Rim bring the grin from the sink. Bouncing all around with the crazy bass bin. I like to check it, rolling around. Shaking up the ground and cussing them down Like that's the way it's cool with the fake DJs Selling out the gears for the radio plays Eyes from the street, I eat sog meat I slap those dogs in the high concrete And I got flows for the stinking But the hip hop word like wherever Roll up by the herbs in the king size reefer Then toko that shit like Omar Sharifa True MCs are born to fight Instead of selling out the gears for the limelight True MCs are born to fight Instead of selling out the gears for the limelight Bruh. Oh Like cooling the gangs Back in the days when they used to get banned And nowadays I got men Knocking at my door and coughing up my hand Where well, they be suckers and I'll be brown like James Tripping on a funky sound I got the fat, dirty, stinking fungus Rolling down my throat and rolling in my lungus 47 rings from the bins when I swing I think to the past when I smoke my tins And nowadays it gets paid for the rhymes when I'm bouncing At times be tripping like Richard Branson So get off my sound set, you know it ain't yours It belongs to the peak and the super hardcore Cribs that be smiling cause they know they's black And I rocks the party like when I walk the street, I don't fear no man Cause I wear the steel bangle on my hand Me's original G, the biz marquee Sugar free, Pepsi, max out my set True MCs are born to fight Instead of selling out the dance for the limelight 
true MCs are born to fight Instead of selling out the deal for the limelight Instead of selling out the deal for the limelight Instead of selling out the deal for the limelight Ils s'étaient rencontrés sur les bancs de l'école Entre une heure de colle, de maths ou un cours d'espagnol C'était une fille fun, fanat de football Lui ne craignait pas les balles, c'était le goal Ce qu'il lui promettait c'était des balades en corvette Pour l'instant en survette, il volait des mobilettes Mais entre eux c'était toujours complicité Escale sur un piédestal, un rêve délimité S'il devenait triangle, elle serait rectangle La belle et le bad boy, le triangle rectangle C'est comme passer de Jodassin à Jodessy Un vrai truc de ouf, style pur clip de RB. Elle vit le grand amour, amour qui commence dans la course, poursuit dans les tours et rime toujours avec toujours. Mais le contexte est plus fort que le concept. Son mec se jette dans des flammes et il se lave avec. Les sous-ensembles, dans les grands ensembles, s'assemblent. La belle et le bad boy. Les sous-ensembles, dans les grands ensembles, s'assemblent. La belle et le bad boy. Les sous-ensembles, dans les grands ensembles, s'assemblent. La belle et le bad boy. Les sous-ensembles. Les sous-ensembles, dans les grands ensembles, ça semble Pour gagner des sous ensemble, parle sans faire semblant de faire des coups ensemble Et si c'est sanglant, il plaide devant Dieu ensemble Vu, il était convaincant, elle était convaincue à croire qu'aujourd'hui s'arrêter était exclu Il trafique des faux billets avec des réseaux slaves, balance la concurrence En France, c'est un délit grave, risqué pour les pommettes Les mecs sortent des baumettes, une a qu'un truc en tête C'est la quête de sa corvette, ambiance paranoïaque L'équipe adverse traîne, des projectiles partent quand une BM freine Quand elle tombe, il a les larmes aux yeux Deux balles de 22, 22 ans a dit eux Le contexte est plus fort que le concept Son mec s'est jeté dans des flammes, faut qu'il se lave avec Les sous-ensembles, dans les grands ensembles, s'assemblent la belle et le bad boy Les sous-ensembles Dans les grands ensembles s'assemblent La belle et le bad boy Les sous-ensembles Dans les grands ensembles s'assemblent La belle et le bad boy Les sous-ensembles Dans les grands ensembles s'assemblent Je ne pas pour me narrêter, c'est toi Aussitôt le dos tourné au téléphone, il me drague Ne fais pas l'inéfant 
Elle a ce qui marche, je te le dis sans faille Reste cool bébé, sinon je te dirai bye bye Tu es le seul Scheiß, wie kleine Kinder Klingelstreich Mit dem, mit dem Beat und bewegt dein Arsch Wenn das gleich Kind am Mic ist, bon voyage Bitte gib mir mehr von dem heißen Scheiß Wenn ihr das spielt, werden meine Beine weich Mit dem, mit dem Beat und bewegt dein Arsch Wenn das gleich Kind am Mic ist, bon voyage Bitte gib uns mehr von dem heißen Scheiß Denn wir kriegen nicht genug von diesem Deichkind-Style Check mal den aus, die Gönn sind am Start, ja Ohne Fahrplan, weil wir sowieso schon da waren Spitz jetzt die Ohren, die Kids kommen groß raus Weil wir bei Showdown sind, sag ich dir Prost drauf Wenn ich loslauf, sieht es für dich doof aus Beats machen uns höher als auf dem Hochhaus Ich bin so drauf, weil in diesem Kreis passe ich rein Also nicht bitte, Digga, falls du weißt, was ich meine. Mit dem, mit dem Beat und bewegt dein Arsch Wenn das gleich Kind am Mike ist, Bon Voyage Bitte gib mir mehr von dem heißen Scheiß Wenn ihr das spielt, werden meine Beine weich mit dem Beat und bewegt dein Arsch Wenn das gleich Kind am Mike ist, bon voyage Bitte gib uns mehr von dem heißen Scheiß Denn wir kriegen nicht genug von diesem 
Dice im Style Jungs mit Wuxi, schüttelt die Köpfe Mädels mit Hardtops, schüttelt die Zöpfe Hier ordentlich, da geben sich hier heute die Ehre Also werft eure Hände in die Atmosphäre Der das hier mutiert, garantiert zum Dauerbrenner Drei Deichkindsänger mit Nina auf einem Nenner Brennen wir länger, ein für Liebhaber, zwei für Kenner Einmal drin kriegst du nicht genug wie Cliffhanger Heute zerhacke ich mein Satz, als wär ich Wasserblas, die Deichkind, dies ist er Handlas, also was, Junge, was, Mädels Nicke mit dem Beat und beweg dein Arsch Wenn das gleich Kind am Mic ist, bon voyage Bitte gib uns mehr von dem heißen Scheiß Wenn wir kriegen nicht genug von diesem Deichkind Stars Seht euch, wo denn ihr kommt, der Frechdachs Die Beats treiben wie Cowboys Rinder in Texas Ich lecker mit Worten so wie ein Dreckspatz und sag Guten Appetit, wie schmeckt das? Wenn ich traditionsbewusst das Mikrofon benutz Kommt ihr nicht mehr runter wie Junkies bei Drogensucht Weil der Scheiß nach oben muss wie Piloten in Jumbo-Jets Machen wir am Punkt für Rap, die Tracks rund und fett Ihr kennt das, also warum guckt ihr so verdutzt Und tanzt so heftig, dass ihr mit euren Füßen den Boden schrubbt? Macht den Walkman an, wir füttern die Stöpsel Also nickt jetzt mit dem Beat und schüttelt die Köpfe Nickt ihr mit dem Beat und bewegt deinen Arsch Wenn das gleich Kind am Mike ist, bon voyage Bitte gib mir mehr von dem heißen Scheiß Wenn ihr das spielt, werden meine Beine
afraid I will hold you tight And whisper in your ear, it'll be alright podcast hope you guys dug those tracks i know some of them were kind of obscure i've never would have thought about picking a german hip-hop song but i stumbled upon it i thought it was really cool i liked the beat and i thought i'd just slip it in there uh let's do a little housekeeping this is the bodega board crew podcast volume 53 make sure to check us out on instagram at bodega board crew make sure to check out our website bodegabordercrew.com where you can pick up some teas some wax some zines hopefully we're gonna have some new stuff coming up on the site so keep an eye out for that make sure to check out the full description on your itunes player for track listings and things that we're talking about this week we're talking with mr ed factor i love ed that is the best uh ed is the guy in charge of the hot dogger if you did not know i guess this will be the fourth annual one and he sits down with us and we just talk about the contest what's different, what's new, the history of it, some of the sponsors, and I hope you guys dig it. So I'm here with Ed Factor of the Hot Dogger, and this year is the, what, the fourth, fifth? The fourth annual, sort of annual. I took a year off because I had a kid. Um, and I think I, I think we're all we're still figuring out how rad the first one was. We're maybe a little hungover from it. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, this is the fourth one, Super Pacific back as our title sponsor. Um, Alex and I are in front of the shack right now, San Clemente Heritage Surf Museum to check out the uh, awesome exhibit on the surf shops, which you guys should all support, um, which we pretty much already do anyway because we actually like our surfboards. And we actually, we spend money at those shops still. Yeah. <laughs> which is nice. Which is, yeah. <laughs> so if you're ever in San Clemente, come check it out. It's really cool. Um, so yeah, that October 5th, we have a few new... If that's on a Saturday or Sunday? Correct. I actually, they wanted me to do it... Well, one gal from the city wanted me to do it Sunday. And then I went in and had to talk to council. And it turns out there was a miscommunication. And we got our Saturday day. We did Sunday last year. And it's just not fair for people traveling and life on Monday. So, yeah, yeah plus we're back you're, on Saturday. You're, plus you're celebrating that day. And, like, you're pretty hungover. You don't want to go to work the next day. <laughs> I, I'm in bed. But... <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's a Saturday this year, and also last year it was on the weekend before because everybody was telling me like, oh, you gotta, you don't want to do it the same weekend as the Manhattan Beach Hometown Fair. 
and I'm like, well, I think the hot dogger has a different draw, but I, I, I listened to other people and I put it that date, the 23rd, and surf was pretty pitiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know what, like if you want to, if you have to choose between getting drunk with some old high school friends and some beer garden and getting, chasing ex-girlfriends, cool, that's rad, but the following weekend, last year, the first week of October, the surf was off, went off. I, I was just like, nah, that'll never happen again. So I think the first week again of October will be like... you got to go with your guns. Yeah, that, that's that's the right date. The surf was really good, and we learned from it, and hopefully this, this the tides are favorable. It's a good time of year. So, um, so uh, Subaru Pacific is the main sponsor. They're putting up $3,300 cash. Oh, thank God for Subaru Pacific. Um, yes, equal, 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 equal. Um for gals and guys um what you may call it and like yeah so super pacific pretty responsible i mean they're a title sponsor it's a super pacific and they've done it every year which is really great supporting the local surf community so you want a bitching car get an outback if you want a newer car um i'm still in my 65 comet but you know gosh darn it air conditioning and you know, Satellite FM radio, radio. <laughs> as we sit in a nice AC car. Because I've been delivering posters this year, like nonstop barnstorming. I want to do it the traditional way and meet people at shops and shake hands and kiss babies and check out things I've, I've never been to Happy Battle Co. Really cool shop. Or Rat Pack Records or Bird Surf Shop. And I was just about to lose my shit over Drew Harris and Improviser. Just blew my mind. Uh, a Jacobs with an actual, you know, it's just. I've been sort of making a surf... I brought a surfboard and I haven't even surfed yet because I get caught up in these places where, you know, I almost am, I'm in tears. Like, Isn't isn't that the worst, though? Like, you, you totally have your board on top of your car and you're like, I'm going to sneak in a surf session. But then you get so caught up and that it's almost like, ah, you know what, it, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. You know, I, I feel from a soulful... You know, I feel that I'm getting the... Yeah, but then I feel like a kook because I'm driving around with the surfboard <laughs> on my roof. <laughs> that is just like standing there. It's just, you know, <laughs> I got this bitching new Davenport nose rider and, you know, I, I, but again, you get stuck, you get stuck at the Heritage Museum and all of a sudden hours go by and you don't want to sit in traffic in a car that is 55 years old without air conditioning, um, that runs a little hot. So yeah, yeah granted that sort of tends to happen anyway but anyway um yeah you check out our posters at every surf shop from santa barbara to san diego awesome um so speaking of cars part of the the show this year is you're having a car show correct yeah so all my friends we all drive old cars every day Uh you know it's i grew up i can i have probably more old more i've owned more old cars than (laughs) ex-girlfriends so and um, it's funny because every time I get a new... Anyway, um, <laughs> so we sort of had that anyway. And this year, everything's a little more organized. Um, we're working with a place called Crafty Minds Roos and Bites, and they're on Hermosa Avenue. Um, I guess it was an old biker donut liquor store at one point. Um, but yeah, it's directly behind the contest. So it's sort of like a satellite headquarters. So you break from the beach, come in, you know, enjoy a... F- a $5 pint of King Harbor Brewing's hot dog or lager. We'll have all our cars out in front of their parking lot. Um, so, yeah, and I'll, I'm going to probably be putting a contest for people that ha- drive classic cars daily. 
they want to get a free because parking in Hermosa sucks, sort of. So you'll get a free parking spot. <laughs> Whoa, that alone is like worth it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, between surf vehicle daily drivers, I'm trying to get Tyler to bring his sprint car down. Uh, oh, that'd be really. That'd cool. be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, just there's more things than just you know. I mean, the actions on the beach for sure. Yeah. But like, you need a break. You need a quick bite. Get a beer. You know, I'm gonna have the the, the contest playing at the Crafty Minds Brews and Bites. Uh, Brian Bent did a dedicated uh, art series to South Bay Surf Shops. That will be displayed. Um, so you can check that out. The, those pieces will be for sale at Cypress Surf Shop after the contest. That's interesting that he's doing that because he got his start doing the artwork in, in Becker's, right? Correct. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, Brian Bent, it's been a blessing. Um, who is this guy with these kook boxes and these jalopies? And I remember seeing him years ago, like hanging out with Robbie Kegel, and Robbie would be like, "That's Beetlejuice," a joke. <laughs> and then I met him through Purpose. Me and I, me and Mike Ciordia took Mike uh, Purpose to San Onofre for his first time in decades, like 2011. I'll never forget that trip because I think me and Mikey were both definitely hungover, and I, you know, gassy. It was just a really ugly ride down to Santa. Poor Purpose had to sit in the middle of us. Um, but yeah, that's where we met Brian Ben and his uncle is Rocky Sabo, who's from the South Bay, who had a surf shop in San Clemente forever and actually has one of the last airbrush boards that Purpose had of himself from the 70s. Um, he used to throw contests on back in the day. But anyway, so that's where I met Brian and through the years, I, you know, we'd contact your surfing Santa and he'd be on these coop boxes that are just in ripping. And um, turns out he has a lot of. He was born in the South Bay, and when I approached him last year, he like found these old photos of his mom in front of the Biltmore, which was a hotel they tore down in 1969 that was on Strand Avenue. And it just we just started just feeding off each other. And last year he came and he whipped out the design. It was, I feel bad because uh, uh, with his prestige as an artist, like, I, how, what can I do better for him next year? Yeah. So this year, like, we had a lot more time. You know, I. I quit my desk job in February and haven't looked back between this and my magazines I publish and I also casual as a longshoreman down at the port that I'm very fortunate for. So now I'm, I'm, I've been extremely focused on doing this right, you know, and doing it the way I've always wanted to do it. And um, and hence I'm barn, not, you know, thanks for those groms that would pass out posters and I'd pay their gas, but, you know, I think it was time for me to take that responsibility yeah. on. So. Um, yeah, no, back to Brian. So he, you know, it's funny because like when he said yes, you know, I like to, who doesn't like to scour on eBay for, for just wasting time and mental mm -hmm. sanity when you're dealing with a two-year-old? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I found like an Insomniac, uh, matchbooks and that was like a beatnik coffee shop that was across the street from the lighthouse in the sixties. And for some reason, like, I got to give that to Brian. I don't know why, but I got to give it to Brian. Yeah. So I bought it and I sent it to Brian on eBay and he's like, oh, no way. I just was talking. So he was doing this whole Lighthouse Jazz series. So we just started clicking because, you know, surfers in the early 60s didn't listen to Beach Boys. They listened to jazz or yeah. shags or whatever. You know, granted, now looking back, I, who doesn't have an appreciation for the Beach Boys? But when you're a towhead, early 60s surfer, you're like, those guys are dorks. So they don't surf. Yeah. But, you know, it's still the Beach Boys. But, um... So just vibing off that, and this year we had some more time. I'm like I'm gonna set this up for you. I'm gonna put you. Let's let's get you here early. Let's have your band play because they, they 
they kick ass, you know, and I think that he's a perfect, you know, his art, his music is perfect for the Salpe, you know, because um, the Salpe is always like a couple years behind. Yeah. You know, uh, which I love. I think people still wear baggy cargo pants and shorts and I actually they probably are going back in style again. It's yeah, so which long. is kind of crazy. Yeah, the 90s are back. Jeez. No. Um, so anyway, yeah, he's going to be playing this year too if you're um, a contestant. Not only do you get Mickey's Deli, but you get a um, meal at the after awards because I want people to come and hang out. Yeah. Not just bail. Like, yeah. oh, you're also going to get a, you know, part of your deal is a dinner ticket and enjoy some beers and, you know, see Brian play and we can, you know, get get the awards on. Um, so, yeah, stoked to have Brian back. Um, what's um, what's uh, the, the Davenport um, Super Dogger Challenge this year? So... If you guys don't know who da- Adam Davenport is, it's he's he's sort of a mellow, quiet kind of guy, but he's the dude that like really did his homework in surfboard craftsmanship and design. Like the joke is when me and Mike were like chasing chicks in high school, like Davenport was like making model airplanes, um, which you might call it. So his craftsmanship is uh, off the chi- like if it's an acquired taste for one thing. Like it's if you don't know what it takes to make a surfboard with lamination, pin lines, and cut laps. It might just go right by you, but if you haven't appreciated it, even if you don't like that surfboard type or design, like you don't really want to ride a heavy surfboard or whatever, you can still appreciate his work. And his thing is about being 100% period correct to the era of the 60s. Like to the, the resin he uses is an ISO, pile whatever, gives it sort of like a golden tint. Uh-huh. But that's not that they, bluish tint. That's like no, her, yeah. yeah, it's it. That's what they use in the '60s. It's boat resin. And you yeah. can only get it in farming communities because it's really hard to work for and probably really bad for your health. Yeah. But he is. That's what he. That's what he uses. His cut laps are, you know, between whatever the, the whole top half could be a cut lap for all I know. It's anyway. So, it, like, he's a good personal friend of mine. Like family, he's you know he was at my he was at the hospital. I had my first kid, um, so he's the sponsor of the um, Super Dogger, and it makes sense because he tries he's making period correct surfboards that you know I think he's like the dude if you want that type of equipment, and it's not for everybody. Um, mm. He's the guy to go to. He's up in Ventura. He's you know got a great factory. He's doing laminations for the Gene Cooper Lance Carson collaboration. Um, this V-bottom thing that's incredible with Lance's nose and Gene's tails. And, um, yeah, no, he, you know, we also have a best of show this year. So if you are, you know, best 19, pre-68 wins a $75 gift certificate to TJ's Surfboard Repair in El Segundo. Which is the best surfboard repair as far as I'm concerned. Uh-huh. Yeah. TJ's the man. resurrected a lot of my, <laughs> my boards. Oh. And he, he, like, takes time. My thing is, like, like for Adam puts love. You know, I, can, like, I can't think of anybody else to take a dab other than, other than to Adam himself than TJ. Because I know how much effort and time. Mm-hmm. And ex- you're talking about hours of experience in that one board. And it's good to find a repair guy that can mimic that or you know reflect yeah. that back and that's tj because he's done hundreds of thousands of boards and he's he actually had, um one of his shaping uh, glassing repair containers was lance carson's oh i didn't know that yeah it was at the old um gosh aquatech and then he, he got it he had to 
been sitting for 20 years and he had to figure out how to get it to El Segundo, but that's one of his um, look, uh, shaping bays or whatever. Uh-huh. So, um, what else? Uh, so, what about uh, you have the Beach Life Festival uh, team challenge well, this year? Bodega kicked ass last year, so we couldn't have him back. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. I, I think, thank you, Bodega, like, for coming. But, like, you guys came and kicked, you know, with the jackets. That was super rad. I hopefully the teams that I'm inviting this year take as much effort and time as you guys did because yeah, that was it, fucking it was fun rad. we wanted to have fun with it and that's what we did and so the thing about my my big criticism a lot about about uh, contests like the surf relic and i think and wsl whatever I, they don't put enough emphasis on the craft i think mm-hmm. you know i think it gets lost about i mean the surfing is incredible but like i guess it's sort of hard when you got like a freaking 1995 two plus one versus you know a 2019 like you know involvement type holy kind of longboard or log um but i think there's with the hot dogger and the the heritage of hermosa beach being like you know five of the world's biggest surfboard manufacturers in one square mile um they always had teams like the weber team the bing team whatever um jackets and all that crap it's just again i'm all about spectacle and my vision is to have the, you know, I'm inviting the classic surf teams as well as the new surf teams that make surfboards, manufactured, and the, the concept is, you show up to the beach, you got a grom, a guy, gal, legend, which is 40 plus, by the way, now, um, and your, your, your brand brings a surfboard that's representative of your brand, it doesn't have to be new or you, it could be used, whatever, and your team captain draws a number you surf on your competitor's surfboard. So everyone on, on your team surfs on your competitor's surfboard. Uh-huh. So so I think it's a little... I I, I put a lot... I, I don't think I'm going to get a lot of people to say yet. Because, I mean, it's a, it's a humbling experience. Yeah. But you know what? It's all about the community. And I think that the sacred art of surfboard manufacturing needs to be protected. I think it's one way to... You know, what's the, what's the saying? Uh, floating... Rising tides raise all ships, kind of deal. So, so let me ask you something: Is this going to be a separate heat? In it? Yes. Okay, that's what I want to. It's check. a t- It's a the game format. You have to high five people in. There's whammies. There's one. Oh, this uh, is so fun. Yeah, one one jersey, so that when you switch off surfers, you have to change the jersey. Oh, that's gonna be so. That's gonna be, I think, a lot of fun. Yeah, and and Beach Life Festival. I published a magazine for them. Um, I'll continue to do that. Um, so what Redondo Beach had a uh, festival with Brian Wilson, Bob Weir, and um, Willie Nelson. And it just came, so a little backstory about Redondo Beach is I think I might have talked about this last time. Is it was all the Redondo Beach Pier where we had our event at Nausea was going to be bulldozed over for a, a mall essentially. And in a nutshell, the voters said "fuck that, let's keep Redondo how we grew up with." Maybe you know renovate to a certain yeah yeah yeah, but like keep the essence well there's a huge parking lot there's a rubies there that's where there's a lot of car shows on fridays so i go mm-hmm. with my my kids my, my my wife and whatever um the beach life festival came in and had this vision to make it like a, a festival and they fucking killed it and it brought like i watching brian wilson play the redondo beach pier or redondo beach you know he's from hawthorne first time in 50 something years like that was magical yeah so i'm all about the beach life festival and in my mind, they solidify that they're not going to fucking tear this pier down for a mini mall because look at the potential. Yeah. So anyway, if you win the team that wins that festival, each contestant gets two tickets. Whoa. As well as the boss or shaper gets two tickets. 
Whoa. to the festival. The lineup hasn't been announced yet, but I guarantee it's going to be pretty good. I mean, if you guys had if you guys had Willie Nelson and Brian Wilson that last year, Bob I mean, Weir with the Grateful Dead, yeah. like it was. I don't even know how they're going to top that, but I'm sure they will. They will. Yeah. So that that's that's something that's you know different. Um, and again, I encourage. I want people to bring their best surfboards out there, best work. Let's see it. There'll be a private area with the board so people can see them and feel rails and ask questions and, and the Beach Life Festival booth, and they go all out with their whole their their setup. So yeah, that's something that's unique, and I I hope this is a, a success because I want to continue to do this. You know, I had to I had to take away the Mickey's Deli big slice division, the one that I won last year, <laughs> because of all this other rad stuff. But you know, let's face it, I wanted to go out on top. Yeah. So you so that's it. You're uh, like that's done, it. That's done. it. Done. No, I just didn't get enough contestants. Now let me ask you about <laughs> one last uh, divi interesting division that you're doing because one thing that I've always loved about being part of this contest and the contest in general is that, you know, you have these very interesting divisions and prizes and stuff. So the last one I want to talk about is the Captain Kid Spin to Win. <laughs> so please explain that to, so that everybody knows what they're in for and what they need to do to win that. Okay. So I don't like the word log. I, I'm, I'm, I have different, I have a different perspective on surfing, you know? I don't like the word log. I think it's a surfboard. You know, not just a longboard. It's a surfboard because you know the era I like the 60s. It was there wasn't a longboard. It was a surfboard. Anyway, fast forward to like the 90s when I was competing in contests in high school or doing whatever the Aloha days. You know, at Hermosa Pier. Actually, the Abel Ibarra, our official realtor, used to be that he was the director of Aloha days. So to have him involved this year is a blessing. That's so rad. Because again, like. Without Aloha Days and the Dewey Weber Classics, you know, these Rad South Bay events. And, you know, the Dewey Weber Classic is pretty much what relaunched the whole longboard thing in the early 80s. It brought these old timers, they're not even old timers, they're guys like my age that were stars in the 60s together and basically surf shitty waves and party the rings out. Um, sort of like what we want to do today. Right. So, anyway, back to, back to com competition, the aughts and the 90s. You could be on a 10-foot nose rider. You could hang 10 fucking city blocks deep, so deep that, you know, you got the you got the curl all over over your toes and you're popping out, whatever. But God forbid, you know, a dude on a high pro knee leash um, got on the, not even get on the nose, like sort of got on the nose and just popped that rail and spun a 360, you lost. And that's, it still takes talent. That, that's, you know, that's, really difficult to do but it's just two different disciplines whatever it's a different kind of talent yeah so watching the world surf league which by the way if people bitch about how shitty the waves are at hermosa look what they just had at the the final in the world surf league not taken away from it it was great surfing but when i was watching that heat i'm like wow that looks like a good day at hermosa yeah so um let me get back on topic so spin to win so watching the surf relic, you know, the high pro, the, there's a lot of controversy. And I was very furious. I'm like, gosh, these guys are surfing these boards. They're not... Surf the board like it's supposed to be surfed. Sorry, you don't drop any in 2 plus 1. I might get a lot of flack from that, but that's my opinion. Um, Grant, I don't tell anybody how to surf. Whatever. Do a fucking whirly bird, man. Like, don't pump the line. Let's jump on the nose and spin to win. You know, that was the thing. Spin to win. So anyway... I've been joking with Ciordia for a while, Zigzag Surfer, like, I'm going to put this heat together. A 90s retro throwback heat. 
And then I thought, you know what? I, I don't want to put it in that aspect because I don't want to make a mockery of these guys that do these kind of, because they're good surfers. And they're friends of mine. I just want them to come to the beach and party and have a good time. So I put this invite together where you are only scored on completed 360s. Those fins better be out, baby. Spin to win. And you need to turn the board completely around on the nose. Shuffle. You can shuffle back and claim it. And you score one point. The guy who gets the most Whirlybirds wins. And, and well, what do they win? Um, they win a gift certificate package to Captain Kids. There you go. So, and it's an invite. So I, I put sort of like a thing on Instagram, like, let's see the best Whirlybirds. Because it's a lost art, man. It's a lost art. I like that you're bringing that. That's pretty, that's pretty sweet. It's just something different. And I actually got a really good, good submission. You know, and I'm, to me, this, we'll see how this goes. I mean, it might be really, I'm hoping it spawns its own version of the, the Hypro 90s guys spawn their own version of like the duct tape and there's a bunch of these spin the winds down the coast that'd be pretty ironic but um yeah no it brings a lot of friends that i grew up with surfing that you know really could give a shit about a traditional board but they're cool guys and i just want them down there so i'm glad to invite them to this and there we go so that's the spin the wind awesome um so anyone who wants to sign up where do they go to sign up for the contest uh hotdoggers.org it's a site i designed on wix so don't laugh at me <laughs> um what else yeah hotdoggers.org we're on early bird if this is out before the 18 we're on early but we're on the early bird registration so you can save a couple bucks this year you get a t-shirt um posters as much as i got left uh bumper stickers because you know, oh, the cool. Weber Class, even though they don't really make bumpers like they did in the Weber Classic days, so I didn't go with 11 by 3. I think that had been too much, but yeah. I, I got some funny zany bumper stickers. Um, one floating in the idea of making a first round clown bumper sticker for those guys like myself that lose first round and are champions in the beer garden. Yeah. Um, that's, that's something I might do a limited run, just something fun. Uh, and you get to, you get a lunch from Mickey's Deli and you get dinner and you get a good time so you know a contest or mostly you got to be very aware that the surf can be one foot on shore and shitty the entire day or it could be six to eight foot in like 2017 yeah when it just like lit up just just closed out so you always got to be prepared to have rad stuff on the beach but check us out we have a lot of good sponsors this year you guys are sponsoring of course yeah. uh innocence uh we're do, we're sponsoring their drop knee video contest so whoever does the most committed drop knee and um yeah a drop knee not you know holy boards that a lot of people are riding you don't drop <laughs> i love on. i love how you looked right up at my yeah like yeah your pro <laughs> tom is like that it's not a drop knee board no Sorry. it's not no no it's not it's like when you geek out on longboarding there's even little sex like sex you know you don't drop like I was explaining like Mike Purpose didn't drop me because he was like 16, 17. That was, that's what the old timers did. Yeah. When the boards got more foiled and thinned out and the fins got rakier, more greeno inspired, there really wasn't a need to do it anymore. No. I dropped me because my board is a fucking sidewalk. Yeah. But I'm also 203 pounds. So I, hopefully I can drop me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what you call it? It's cool to sponsor that. Let's see some submissions for that too, please. Like, I know longboarding and beach breaks. Let's all let's just sack up and do it. That's that's all I know. I don't have a freaking first point perfect wave. No, no. Hold my hand down the rail the line. Let's let's go surf some dumpy El Porto or yeah. 
beach break boogie. I let's, mean, that's, that's what it's about. Pretty much. Like, let's really let's change it up a little bit. So, uh, let's see. I'll go through a couple sponsors. Jonesy Wetsuits is making another Spirit of the Hot Dogger that Jeff Belzer won last year because he, like, brought a school bus of kids from Ventura. Um, let's see. Bay City Surf Club, who for some reason will not get invited to the Malibu contest, even though places third and fourth without a full team at every contest. Yeah, I said that. Um, they are the volunteers that put it on. Uh, Cypress Surf Shop. That's been Jelly's, uh, Beck, the old Becker factory, yep. Stoner, Rick Stoner, Rick Shop. They're going to be having an afterwards party with, I think, Glue LA playing. Oh, rad. And um, I told them, that's all your business. I'm going to, again, I'll be home in bed with, you know, hopefully putting my kids to sleep. <laughs> um, what should we call it? Uh, another, uh, you know, remember the surfer Greg Browning from the 90s? He was, um, he was the Momentum generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kelly Slater, Momentum, Taylor Steele, great surfer. His son's in a really shitty punk band, and they're great, because that's, you know, again, I like to mix things up. Um, they're going to be playing, I don't even think they have a name, but I said, dude, you just got to play, and my only, my only only request is that you play and cover Mustang Sally. And he's like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to learn that, because when Hudson played last year, I would fuck with him like you, like I told me if he's gonna play the hot dogger he's gotta learn Mustang Sally and like I think one of the band members called me like dude we're not gonna play that song I'm like I'm just fucking with you guys yeah but little Parker Brandon's like who's a great surfer by the way um, he's all about it so he's gonna be playing I'm happy for that uh, let's see uh, Liquid Saw Mickey's King Harper Prune Company Bodega Chevron is sponsoring our Legends Division this year it's an invite if you're over the age of 65 and you surf really really well you shouldn't have to pay for parking and you're still surfing every day <laughs> or an entry fee or whatever. Just we weren't like, it's our respect. Lots of respect for that. San Onofre Surf Club, uh, Wiley Archibald. That was a great turn. He did. I have that video somewhere. I got to do something with it, but, um, they're going to be back sponsoring our 13 to 17. The, the, the tribes there, hippie tree with their tent, the, the 18 to 45 division, sun dream coffee, um, keeping us caffeinated, uh, Ocean View Law Group, if you notice the design on the poster, uh, Mateo and Brittany Lennard did that, by the way. Being Surfboards will be here, i like to see their team out. Um, uh, Cayucas with Lars. More Ro hot sauce. More hot sauce. Uh, West Basin will have free water purifiers so we don't have to use stupid single-use bottles. Oh, that's awesome. So they're going to have these, these water setups. Yeah, there'll be water setups this year. And then South Bay Skates, if, you, if you're a skateboard, you know, fan or whatever, and you love classic skate, old skateboards, his shop near El Camino College, right off the freeway, is part skate museum. Um, and he's also sort of like a figurehead of the old school punk rock. And these guys are getting in their 40s and the 50s. They love 60s shit because that's when they were kids, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you know, so they're going to be sponsoring our 12 and under division. So I'm really happy with that. So you'll get a whole skate, you know, deck. And I'll, I like to build stuff with, the, like, next year I like to do, like, a, an old skate contest. Mm -hmm. Something different to add maybe the night before. And um, I was talking to a mini ramp place about that, but it just never happened. Maybe next year. But so I'm stoked that they're going to be there. And um, let's see. I think that's about, oh, uh, Simeon went to Tyler Cretelli. Um I freaking love their, and I, I got to keep this on the DL, but... You know, when I go and wake up in the morning and I go to Longshore, I, I might put on a little uh, 
Coco Chata <laughs> Coco on my Chata. face, and I'm like, hopefully these like broed out like really heavy tattooed, you know, longshore guys, you know, don't call me out. You know, I might be wearing a little bit, a little bit of a baggier dickies that I would normally wear, but I don't want to stand out on the the board. Yeah. But I'm sure that they get a whiff of, yeah, they might be like, Hi. the Coco Chata. Oh, it's so it's it's crack for my face, man. Um, yeah, and I think that and I think that's about it. Yeah, that's it. Well, listen, anybody who wants to sign up, make sure to go to Hot Dogger Championship. Uh, what's the website again? Hot Dogger Championship. Hot Doggers dot orgs. Uh, yep. And then, uh, yeah, it's October fifth, uh, twenty nineteen. Hermosa Pier. So even if you're not entering, come over and support. It's a really fun event all day long. Bring your kids. It's um, there's a lot of kids around, and uh, yeah, hope to see you guys out there. Thanks again, Ed. All righty, always a pleasure. Thanks to Ed for sitting down with us and talking about the contest, and also for including us. Uh, this will be the fourth year, I believe, that we're doing something with them. So I'm really excited about it. Or third year? I can't remember. Third or fourth. And we're hoping to be there, uh, at least representatives of the Bodega Border Crew, if not us. And there'll be things in the prize package. But listen, you know, if you can, please go down to Hermosa Beach on October 5th. If you're going to enter, sign up as soon as you can at hotdoggers.org. But if you're not going to sign up, go down and watch this contest. There's going to be a lot of great surfers. It's a great family vibe. It's super chill. I stumbled upon it, I think, the first one and didn't even know it was going on and thought it was amazing. So make sure to check it out. Make sure to cheer on some of our team members that are going to be uh, surfing in the contest. Mike Siordia is a perennial favorite, and I hope he wins again. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys dig it. But anyway want to just get back into some tracks the next group of tracks is about the ladies you know a lot of the lady MCs do not get the props that they deserve and they need to uh, so I gathered a bunch of tracks that I think represent well the women who I dig uh, there's obviously a lot more but these were some of the ones that were were the ones that I've been listening to lately so listen to the tracks bump your head I'll check in with you guys in a little bit. Peace! Cartoons, 
sleep till noon. Rap him, beers here, baby thinkers beware. Mostly dope she wear. Frank kill niggas wise for 1.5. Why you struggle and strive? We pick which bins to drop. The mafia, you wanna be him? Most of y'all niggas can't eat without per diem. I'm rich, I'ma stay that bitch. Roll with niggas that be thuggin', buggin' In the tunnel and S.O., sippin' espresso Cappuccino with Nino On a mission for the Luchi Crino I used to wear Moschino, but every bitch got it Now I rock colorful mix Because my pockets stay knotted C-note after C-note Frank Boat Hole 15 plus the caterer You think you're greater, uh? You niggas got some audacity You sold a million, now you have for me Get off my dick, kick it, bitch Check my pitch uh. for cynic persona And I still stick your moms for her stocks and bonds I got that bomb-ass cop A good-ass shot With hardcore flows to keep a nigga dick rock Sippin' Ziffindales up in Chippendale Shoppin' Bloomingdale's for Prada bags Female Dundada hats No problem, splittin' cream with my team Shit straight like 915, you know what I mean? Cruise the diamond district with my biscuit Floss in my Rolex rich shit I'm rich, I'ma stay that bitch The 
it's worth a million. Represent, yo. Like, like hard. Peace, peace to my peeps from Jersey, Manhattan. Bitches on a three-way chit-chatting in pig Latin. Heads and specs now, all the drogue on. Waiting in the bay for some niggas to roll on. The kind of heads take together approach. Harp out of opposition or strangle the coat. Stashing marijuana in my dose and go by now. Dead them like diamonds. If they don't handle my nuts. They call the dopest MC, my little junior. Playing the game and be a coach like Tuna. Myself like I was T-Ball Puff daddy make him cream The L-Y-T to the E make him scream And I'ma show enough be the boss on this team So all you MCs how I miss it make the green uh-huh, uh-huh. I rock the party that rocks the body You rock the party that rocks the body I rock the party that rocks the body You rock the party that rocks the body I rock the party that rocks the body You rock the party that rocks the body That's me, complicated rap star, meet like the MC You see I'm on to your baby and your mechanism How you hit it when you're in it so hot You keep it sizzling, the ooh-ah, she ooh And all of that too, keep me wetted in the waters of Kalamazoo Who you come in with when your posse at? I leave the boys alone, tell her you won't be back I got the cheese, baby, my cheddar's better I got that milk 
know that I'm a redder Trust you me, I blow up shop Have a little nigga calling the cops, watch I rock the party that rocks the body You rock the party that rocks the body I rock the party that rocks the body You rock the party that rocks the body I rock the party that rocks the body You rock the party that rocks the body, body, body I rock the party that rocks the body You rock the party that rocks the body
welcome back to the Bodega Buruku podcast, volume 53. Hope you guys like those tracks. I had a little track from Ladybug Mecca from Diggable Planets. She did a bunch of work after leaving Diggable Planets as a bunch of the other artists did. And it was a dope track that I had to put in and I hope you guys liked it. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our website, bodegabordercrew.com, where you can buy some shirts, buy some stickers, buy some wax, zines, hopefully some new stuff. Also, make sure to check out the full description of this episode on your iTunes player for track listings and links to things that we're talking about. And this week, we have three short takes that I really want to talk about. The first short take is this clip that True Ames Fin Company put out called Welcome to Summer. It includes a bunch of their team riders, including Troy Mothershead, Justin Quintel, Hallie Rohr, Devin Howard, Tom Payne, a bunch of other people. I think it's a great little clip just to kind of get a feel for the summer that we've had out here in California. It was all shot here, so I think it's pretty cool. We include a link to it. Go check it out. The second short take is this movie that Alex Snows did, supported by Vance, called Tan Madonna. Now, I saw this movie during the US Open duct tape festivities, and I thought it was really cool to check out. It's about 25 minutes long. All the music's done by Alex Nost and Leanne Curran. It has people like Michael February, it has Alex surfing in it, it has Karina, it has a good batch of people in it surfing all different craft. The one comment I had when I was there was like, hmm, I really wish I could see this at home. And I think maybe because it was a party vibe and stuff, you couldn't really kind of concentrate it. And that's exactly what it is. Now there's a link to it that we've included. It's up on YouTube. And I watched it at home twice, both on my laptop and on my TV. And it's a much different experience. I think it's one of those things because it's much more than just a surf film. It's a very artistic endeavor. And those kind of things I think get lost at a lot of surf premieres because you have like booze, you have friends, you have commenting, you hear people talking, things are happening, like you're not really focused on it. And I think it's really awesome that they put it up online finally because now it's like you could sit there and like really enjoy it. I recommend everyone checks it out. Alex did an amazing job. When I was in the space watching it, I didn't like the music. When I've watched it at home, I liked the music a lot. It made a lot of sense, so check it out. The last short take I have is a trailer that Jack Coleman put out for his next film called Zone Frequency. It's a follow-up to his movie Zone that he did, I think, three years ago. And it's got people like Andy Nieblis in it, Rasta, Robin Kegel, Ari Brown, Ryan Birch, and a lot more. It looks like a much faster-paced version of his work, which I enjoy. Not to say that it was slow before, this just seems a little bit more pumped up. It's like he turned up the volume on it and I think that's in direct correlation to the surfing that's happening in it. Because from all the surf clips in this, you know, two two minute something trailer, it's fast. It's really fast, energetic, frenetic surfing. And I love when he does this kind of work and to see it in a trailer format and when the movie comes out, I'm really excited. So check it out we posted a link to it but that's it for this episode episode 53 is a wrap justin quintal ed factor all the people bunch of tracks it's been fun and like i said it's been great out there you know we're working uh hustling we have a collab coming out with uh, new york brand true hands 
We have a couple of t-shirts coming out. I think they're going to be released during the duct tape at Rockaway and will be available online the beginning of October, like October 3rd or so. So keep an eye out for that. I'm also doing a big sale on everything that's left in stock because I have a bunch of designs that are getting produced now that will be ready for the holidays. So I just want to get rid of a bunch of the old designs. So stay tuned for that. And also Jetty Blue 100s is still going on. We were hoping to have it edited by now. I have a meeting tomorrow to go over our editing schedule. I think we're a little closer. I think the problem with a project like this is that we're both being very ambitious and we have a lot of other things going on. If all we had was this going on, I think this thing would have been done probably six, eight months ago. But you know, between work and family life and moving and all that stuff, I think it's just been a little hectic, but we get closer and closer every week, every month. And I'm hoping that if we are not able to show the full movie that we'll actually show two more parts of it during the duct tape in Rockaway, but we'll see. But anyway, I've kept you guys too long. I'm gonna mellow out on the remaining tracks, take it to some jazz, take it to some Nina Simone. And just wanted to say, you know, our famous parting words. There's no need to bust a craze on a wave. Go out there, have fun, smile at each other. You're gonna have a good time. Till then, talk to you later. Peace.
that shine Dark is the sky I know this love of mine Will never, never die And I love him And I
Let's get on with the show. So let's rock. I'm 